What's up, America? It's Alicia Dabney. Let's talk about it, my folks. So I'm super excited to be doing my first podcast. This podcast will be called Let's Talk About It. Well, because that's who I am. I always want to talk about the elephant in the room, the things that nobody really want to talk about. So here's a little bit about myself. I'm 38 years old. I was born in Torrance, California on July 15, 1982. If there's any cancers in the room, drop it in the box. And so I've done numerous things in my life, been featured on the New York Times, Washington Post, the Full Measure uh, show with Cheryl Atkins, been invited, been interviewed by Katie Tour and featured on MSNBC. I've given speeches at the Martin Luther King Memorial, and most people know me as a national known whistleblower who has now turned entrepreneur. So I was a firefighter who went through some litigation with the Forest Service, went to, you know, sued them, won my settlement. Um, That has now absolutely made me into the person I am today. Went on to work for Walmart, and now I'm in some litigation with them for terminating me. Fun, right? Right, I know. So let's talk about it. My childhood, again, was not the best. And I, like I said, I was born in Torrance, California. I have two siblings. And of course, I'm the wild middle child, (laughs) right? My siblings are very quiet. I'm super, super loud compared to them. And so that's just like kind of who I am. And so, um, You know, my sister, my younger sister lives in Texas. I have an older sister who lives here in California. My mother lives here in California. My father lives in Texas. So we're kind of all split out everywhere. And so my childhood was not easy. And that's why I feel like I have this drive in my life and in my heart. I've always had this drive since I was a child, um, you know, installed inside of me. And so life does happen, you know, for us, not to us. I absolutely believe that. Yes, I learned that from Tony Robbins. That was just like a major wake up call in my life. And so, you know, my childhood, like has allowed me to be a better person. You know, I I grew up in Tulare County. I also lived in a little town in Cameron, Texas, grew up there, spending my my childhood in foster homes, you know, from time to time till my parents got their, you know, their life together. So I've always had this, like, I don't know, this burning desire. I've always, you know, been a person that just has this integrity installed inside of me. Or I just feel like I've always had the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, dwelling inside of me. And that's, you know, why I am the person who I am. And so again, you know, like I was saying, I've always had this burning desire. And like my first job was in Rosebud, Texas at a restaurant called Pizza and More, where I would vacuum every night for $5, literally at like 12 years old doing this. My stepmother would, you know, drive me back and forth every single night, Monday through Friday, I would vacuum for this restaurant. And so that work, that work ethic has literally always like just been installed inside of me. And so, you know, my childhood was crazy, you know, going to court, testifying against my mother, putting her in prison, and then just allowing, you know, having my um, grandmother kind of step in and take care of me. And she just, you know, she raised me, she loved me, she reminded me 
it was, you know, going to be okay in my life. And that, that was absolutely what I needed, you know, to hear and know and feel and see. And so my mom and dad just, <clears throat> excuse me, my mom and dad just didn't care enough to dig deep, you know, to, I felt like to love us at the time, you know, or, you know, they just had their own issues. They were going through their own issues, their own lives, their own struggles, their own realities. And so, you know, I seen a lot of abuse in our home. My dad, you know, he was a partier, a real partier, you know, how Native Americans are, they like to party. And so, you know, my stepmom was a blessing in my life, you know, and also while like she just took very good care of us. She tried to do what she could with what she had and while dealing, you know, with, dealing with my father and you know we were we were very poor you know I don't I don't really ever remember having money I know there was a lot of children in the home and they had to provide you know like for a lot of us but you know there was times when I just don't remember you know ever I don't ever remember having money and that's just the bottom line and that's also another reason why I drive so hard like I do because I just um I I know what it's like I know what it's like to not have money I know what it's like to be you know poor and so um the reality is is I'm just I'm not gonna stop and so again that's you know that was part of my childhood and I got you know <clears throat> I got I, I I just had to strive to be so much more in my life and I got married at like this really young age I met my husband at 15 who then more or less took over you know raising me <laughs> oh gosh and I was a stay-at-home mom you know we had children I got married very young I had three children three boys who I love very dearly and so I just got used to raising children and I always thought that that's what my life was going to be, you know, it was going to be this awesome mother, this stay at home mom who just drove, drove, you know, deeper than my parents ever drove in their life to show love and care and understanding in my children's life, you know, and that is kind of where I just always thought it was going to be. And, you know, I had this um, burning desire inside of me that just wouldn't quit. You know, I, I started, I did nursing and I, you know, I couldn't deal with nursing. I couldn't deal with, you know, growing these relationships with people and you love them so much and you care for them and you wonder, you know, where their family is and so much more. And then you get to know their families, you get to know them. And then, you know, you come to work the next day and somebody has passed on and, you know, you may not have got to, you know, say hi, bye, or I love you and I've cared for you. And so I just couldn't deal with the um, stress that comes along, you know, with being a nurse and, so I stepped into firefighting at 26 and wow, that just absolutely molded me as a person. It changed my life because um, I didn't have to ask if like I was a hard worker. I, you absolutely got to know um, your, your true strength of being a person, being a leader, you know, just being a human being at that point. And so, um, like I said, I went into some litigation, you know, while I was a firefighter with the Forest Service, sued them, won, and became kind of like an activist. That's why I said, you know, a lot of people know me as a national known whistleblower. Um, I've, you know, given speeches out in Washington. Like I said, I've been featured on numerous n numerous uh, news outlets. And so that um, 
Forest Service job just kind of molded me into who I am to, you know, fight for women and jive for them and let them know that there's so much more than being a stay at home mom because a lot of times, you know, we get caught up in life and we let life just take a toll on us and, you know, you forget. And so, again, life happens for you, not to you. I absolutely know that in my heart. And so I went, you know, jumped into some EMT work, got to see what that was like, you know, um, dappled in law school, loved the law, absolutely like, oh, I'm going to be a cop, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And, you know, got my law degree, started working for Walmart and, you know, absolutely got into some litigation with Walmart. And so we won't talk about that because that's later on for another episode, (laughs) right? So again, just jumped straight from, you know, being a mother and being a stay at home mom full blown into, you know, the workforce and just just went head on. And thank God, you know, that my family had supported me, my husband had supported me, because it's it was really hard going from that, you know, to that. And in the meanwhile of going through litigation with Walmart, my heart was broken. My heart was so broken about the way I was being treated, the way I was being humiliated. And anybody that knows me as a worker, they know like Alicia Dabney's going to outwork anybody. I'm going to try my hardest. I'm going to dig deep. There isn't going to be any excuses because the reality is when you come to me and say, um, you know, like, why is this, this and this not done? I'm just probably going to say, because I was being lazy and that's the bottom line, you know, and I need to like, get where I need to be. And so everybody knows that that's just who I am. I call it for what it is. I I call it how I see it. And so that that just always, you know, been an issue. And I know what real life feel like feels like. And so a lot of people could relate to me because a lot of people don't want to. That's why this show is called Let's Talk About It, because people don't have nobody to talk about it with or they don't want to talk about it with people. And so, again, my Instagram's always open. You know, you 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 go to these jobs and they always say I got this open door policy, but it's such BS because in reality, they don't have an open door policy. They have an open door word policy written so it just kind of covers you know covers them as a business but in reality my door is always open my instagram's always open my facebook's always open my linkedin my youtube you drop a dm you're gonna connect with me on whatever level you know you can some people like me some people don't like i say people either love me or they hate me there is no in between i am just the realest person in the room and so Like I was saying, I just kind of broke out of what society says about women and stay-at-home mothers and, like, that we belong at home scrubbing toilets, which I'm sorry, bear, I'm going to be the bearer of bad news. That is not where we belong. And so I can't stop and I won't stop. Let's just, you know, start there. And so um, December of, you know, 2018 just changed my life. Um, I don't care what people say about Tony Robbins. I love Tony Robbins and... You know, a lot of people watch his show on Netflix and it either touches you or it don't or you you just don't get something from it. But in reality, you know, when I watched Tony Robbins in 2018, I was having a really hard time in my life with, you know, the way I was being treated at Walmart at my nine to five, you know, working 10 hours a day, being treated, you know, like dog crap and just, you know, not not being paid or appreciated at what I needed to be. And when you when you feel that and you realize that, it's just such a breaking point. 
And so, um, again, Tony Robbins just changed my life and made me realize like, okay, life is happening for me and not to me, you know, like the pity party was over. Okay. That's what Tony Robbins does to people. He cuts right through that pity party. And then, you know, it just makes you like take your life back. And so that was just a breaking point for me. Walmart had terminated me June 1st of 2019. And I just, you know, went into this depression and couldn't believe it. I could not believe this was happening to me again in my life. And so I just did what I do best. I elevate, I level up, I take my life back from whatever the situation is. You know, I have my moments, like I said, as an entrepreneur, you know, you have your times where you cry, you get upset, you get angry and you you get up and you dig deep and you move past that. And so, like I said, I had to take my life back from what had just happened. And, you know, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do, I'm going to level up. I'm going to go to business school. I'm going to be an accountant. I'm going to run my own business. And so I graduated from, you know, accounting school and business management during the COVID. So of course I did the drive-through graduation, the whole nine yards, like the whole world did. And so, um, it just, it just installed something in my life to not, you know, like you don't give up, Alicia, you don't take the things that have happened to you in your life and let them defy you as a person or let them, you know, dictate what's going to happen from here on out. And I just, I just decided that was the last time I was ever going to work for anybody ever again. And so during business school, you know, I loved my teacher. Oh my goodness. She just kind of brought something to my life too. And letting me know, cause she, you know, she ran her own small business. And so I started a small business and it was just um, like I was making T-shirts. I was working hard. I was, you know, making tumblers for people, taking personal orders and things that they loved and really meant a lot to them in their heart. And, you know, being your own business owner, it, it was just kind of killing me, you know, the logistics, the, you know, being the marketing person, being the accountant, being everything, you know, and running all aspects of a small business was really hard. And during COVID, because, you know, at times people are like, I don't want to buy from people who are working at their home during COVID. I mean, you know, you got to have people that are going to absolutely trust you. And so during that time when people were losing a lot of people in their life due to COVID, it was just hard to make sales. It was getting so hard to make sales. I was just like, you know, what am I going to do? And so, of course, I was on Instagram scrolling like, you know, you do, like we do as humans. And I was following Lily and Lily Zaramba. And so I had seen her, you know, they had just landed in Jamaica and she walked into the hotel and she was like, oh, look at, you know, iGenius. Our company is so amazing. They treat us so well. And so everybody knows me. I was like, iGenius? Like, what is iGenius? Like, I'm going to start researching. And of course, I didn't right away like start messaging Lily because she's famous. And also I was like, um, I just started researching. I started Googling. I started learning as much as I could. And I was like, wow, like I really want to take this leap of faith and I want to work for this company. I had no idea what they were at, at the time that I seen her post. I just was like, I need something different in my life. Like I cannot continue to sit at home, you know, mixing epoxy, which I call poison, you know, sit at home, mix epoxy and glitter. I just couldn't do it no more. And so I just took that as a sign from the Lord Jesus Christ. And something just lit inside of my heart when Lily shared that. And I just said, you know what, I am going to be a part of iGenius. Like I, 
I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to take this leap of faith. I had no idea, you know, what network marketing was at the time. But I just knew it was a calling from the Lord, you know. And so I started messaging Lily and I couldn't, like, I just could not get a hold of her. She's too famous. And so I was like, what am I going to do? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to message everybody on her team. So that's what I started doing. I started barbating all her teammates with messages until, you know, somebody finally responded to me. And I started, you know, telling them. Uh, you know, what is iGenius? Like, I want to sign up. I want to be a part of this company. And so they kind of just, you know, broke it down for me and let me know, you know, what it was. And I literally just said, okay, I am at my wits ends in my life. Like I am in debt from, you know, running this small business and ordering this stuff and trying to be the best that I could be. But mind you, running a small business is very hard when you're just one person. So it was just taking a really like a toll on my life. And I was getting really depressed. And then, you know, life was taking a toll on me with me and my husband and marriage and just life, life in general. And, you know, like I said, and so I just took it as a sign from the Lord. And, you know, it's it's it always depends on like the money you're spending and what you're doing in your life. And so I just said, I can't live like this anymore. You know, I'm in debt. We're poor. That's the bottom line. And I just said, I got to move. I got to move. I got to shuffle. I got to, you know, and I had just got my law degree. So I wanted to be so excited about that. But the calling of breaking free of financial sickness and getting into financial fitness was so much higher in my heart. And I just thought, you know, enough's enough. And so I actually just took my life back and truly, truly said, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to create gener generational wealth in my life and others. You know, this iGenius company is so amazing that I just thought, why, you know, why am I not sharing this? And so it just led me into this personal development journey as a leader, as an entrepreneur, and just taught me, you know, like, Leash, this this is absolutely like I found my tribe. I felt at home in network marketing. And so I just start, I started to grow so much as a person. And I had always heard about affirmations and meditations and, you know, loving yourself. But I had never felt it on this level of wow. Wow. So, you know, when you break free from that nine to five and what society has always set into stone, and you break into, you know, like getting access to 5% of what the whole world has. It was just mind blowing. And then, you know, being around, you know, such awesome leaders who were installing this love and this faith and this worthiness inside of my heart just changed. It was a game changer. It changed everything. It changed my, you know, relationship with money. It changed my way of thinking. It changed the way, you know, these leaders are so powerful that, um, you know, being an entrepreneur is just so much more. You either love people or you don't. And when you love people and you have this calling in life, you need to be in network marketing, you know, because it doesn't matter like if you're selling what you're selling, what you're pushing, you know, whether it be a lotion, a potion, a lifestyle, a drink, it just doesn't matter. Um, it's the relationship that you build with other humans, you know, like, like I, what I've learned through this journey is that people don't follow what you're selling. They, they could care less what you're selling. They follow the vision. 
They follow the dream. They follow that hunger inside of your heart and soul when you speak to them. And I've always said like, you know, um, this is this is why I have issues in my life because of who I am. When I speak, people either feel it, they feel it, they know it, they 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 can see it in my heart and in my eyes that I love people. I truly want us to break free from this nine to five, from these conditionings of society and just allow people to know that they're loved, they're appreciated. And, you know, there's so much more you can do in life. And so just this podcast is going to allow me to break free and just to share who I am with people on a whole new level and to touch lives and to, to allow them to know that, you know, God truly loves you and there's so much more you can do in your life. And maybe you just need something more. And so don't let like, well, the things that have happened to you in your life as a child, in your teenage lives, into your adulthood, you know, into your relationships with people and into your work area, you know, define you as a human. Because when you reset the brain, it just absolutely sets you free from these conditionings. And you truly can choose happiness. You truly can choose a better life um, just with hard work. You know, hard work works people, my folks, I promise you, you know, all your hard work that you're doing right now in your life, just know that, you know, later on, you're going to see the results, you're going to see the rewards, you will reap the benefits of hard work. I promise you that my folks. So um, again, people, this podcast is here for you. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about whatever that burning desire is in your heart. DM, subscribe, like, tag me, post me, um, share me. Let's talk about it. I will absolutely, you know, share you. I will um, give you a shout out on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is, whatever platform it is that you love the most. So again, people, this is let's talk about it with Alicia Dabney. Please, um, just don't be afraid to message me and get involved. I love you, everyone. And stay tuned for episode two, my people.